Hey, Wonderfuls. That Hey, Wonderfuls was a special shout out to PJB who uh, gently and uh, jokingly sort of requested that on Twitter. And I said I would be happy to oblige. Welcome to episode 295 of the podcast. I am, of course, in the Boys of Summer series, and I am so excited to welcome you to this episode with Michael Irby. He is an actor I've admired for quite some time. I think he's so terrific. And uh, I was delighted to get a chance to meet him and chat with him. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. He's awesome. Uh, I want to thank uh, Kieran and Alexa for your wonderful emails. And I think that's going to be it. I'm so excited to be up in Detroit and hang with some Spontanea Nation buddies and Spontanea Nation fans and buddies. Uh, looking forward to that. And then, of course, I'll be at Outside Lands in San Francisco over the weekend. So if anybody is going to be around the comedy tent at Outside Lands in Golden Gate Park, please come say hi. Oh, no, there's work happening outside my house. So I'm going to stop before it gets any louder. Uh, enjoy the episode. I'll talk to you soon. Now entering Nerdist.com. Do you like karaoke, by the way? And yes, I am recording. Um, I love karaoke. Oh, I love that you turned your back, your cap uh, around. It isn't it, you were like, it's, it's sound, you know what? It's right? go time. I, it's, it's go time. Now yeah, we're on. Um, <laughs> I love karaoke, and if I, you know, like I'll try to sign like two or three times in a row in different names. Oh, you do. <laughs> and you I'll just cheat. turn my hat around. I'll just cheating. turn my hat around. <laughs> of course, there's cheating at karaoke. <laughs> of course, there is. I am so uncomfortable doing it. It would never occur to me to try to weasel in. And try and to get, get another song in. Yeah. I mean, just in case you have to leave, you know. I mean, no, you, it's smart. You listen, I don't really do it in public, but we do it at the house. <laughs> and like, you know, we do it when we have my boys over and we're just gassing and yeah, I'll throw it in there. Oh yeah, if you're doing it among friends, Hell I yeah. think that makes sense. But I want to rent like a karaoke room. I want to go down and yeah. get the, you know, like those karaoke rooms. Yeah, like and in I, Koreatown. I, yes, or in little, yeah. exactly. I want to start doing that. Yeah, the Asian uh, cultures have really locked down the, the little um, karaoke rooms and oh, stuff. 100%. In San Francisco where... I produce a festival, so I'm still up there a lot. Same thing. I stay in Japantown, and it is just like one tiny karaoke company after another. Yeah. And you can really hear it on a weeknight. Hey, <laughs> on a weeknight, people are getting down. No, you can cut loose in there. You know, yeah. I used to, um, uh, there was a few in New York there, uh, like right down in Chinatown, Japantown. And uh, we just found it as we were leaving New York. Uh-huh. It was such a bummer. You know, it was like, oh. oh hidden treasure. It was like, oh, my whole life I've been looking. <laughs> <laughs> And then we moved to LA and now it's taken me another like 15 years to find it, but it's oh, all good. Oh man. Yeah, so yeah, you've been yeah. here 15 years? Uh, we have That's been here. That's about the here. same time I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 15 years. Who's um, the we and the we? Uh, the we and the we fans, is us lovely. three. No, it's just, uh, it's my wife and my son and I. Nice. Uh, and the two dogs and the turtle and, you know. A turtle. Every, yeah, yeah. Is it, it's a turtle, not a tortoise. It's uh, an inside. It's a red-eared slider. Which Hello. Which I believe is, well, you know, I think it can go both ways, this oh, guy. Oh yeah? Yeah. He How can big li- is it? 
Uh, right now, he's probably like uh, like a hand size. Okay. Uh, the one that escaped was like two hand sizes. Oh. And as they get bigger, they get a little more rambunctious, you know. And it's we're uh, still talking about turtles, so we, rambunctious in, <laughs> in terms of speed. Hey, man. In terms of speed. I don't know how they get away, but I'm out That's there what and I'm, I'm looking and I'm like, where in the hell did he go? But yeah. they move much faster than you would think. Oh, they wait till no uh, one's looking. And they wait till no one's looking they, at night. You know, it, yeah. maybe it takes them four hours to get across the deck. Yeah. But while I'm sleeping, it seems like it happened just like that and uh and then they're gone and they're off in um in the wilderness yeah i mean i hope that worked out for him well it usually never does (laughs) you know i wish they would just stay in their little space that i've given them and take the food we throw in there but for something they they have out there they have a wandering spirit i guess (laughs) what was the one what was the two-hander's name uh you know they didn't have names um (laughs) they were just don't get uh, attached Hey, listen, don't name the fish, right? When you're fishing, I tell my son, don't name the fish, right? We were fishing and we had some little guys with us and they want to name them Chili and Willie. And I said, you guys don't name the fish because we're going to eat them. Yeah. And they, and and when we, when we got back to the campsite, they're like, are you going to kill Chili? You're going to kill Chili. And it was so beautiful and sad. And you know, that's, uh, but that's what camping is. And you know, um, yeah, you cannot name. You can't name it. Our our dogs do have names though. I mean, that would be unusual. That would be. You're you probably know. not going to eat them. Um, They're probably yes. going to live longer hey, than fish. who knows? Things can yeah. get crazy. We're, we are in crazy <laughs> times. If you think you're going to eat your dogs before they eat you, you are dead wrong, mister. Those well, guys will come for us so yes, fast. I, we talk, my, my sweetie and I talk about sometimes we look at our two dogs and we're like, who, who goes first? Who oh, yeah. eats us first? Oh, yeah. Like, we're both dead. Who dives in? Yeah, and you know and they're who looking holds at out you. out of loyalty a little longer. Sure, when they're staring at you and you're giving you that yeah. little look, and they're just sizing you up, seeing yeah. how fast they could take you down. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, you, you think it's so cute when you put that treat in my mouth and my jaw clamps down on it. <laughs> just bear in mind, I yeah. could use that for other things. <laughs> I could snap your bones. Sure, sure, sure. No big deal. Hundred uh, percent. And so, uh, how old's your son now? He is fifteen years old. Oh, so um, he was a wee one when you guys came out he here. He wasn't even here when we he came wasn't. Out okay, here. he was only an idea and something that was manifesting, I guess. Uh, yeah, um, and it was right after nine eleven. And okay. you know, there was, was that. A, a, was that? Did that? Was it just uh, a coincidence? We, it was just a coincidence. We had moved out here one week. Uh, our plane tickets were September third, and uh, we were in L.A. at a little place that we landed in, uh, right in Hollywood. And my mom called and said, "Turn on the news. Turn on the news." And we were like, "Whoa." That's so crazy. And a buddy of ours from New York was staying with us, and we all woke up together and cried together. And yeah. um, we had an apartment there still in Harlem, and we couldn't get back there for a minute, so yeah. we 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 got pregnant. <laughs> You're like, and, like it was just this so bizarre. Celebrate life, but you know there were so many 9/11 babies. Like like we noticed it because we were such a part of that community. Yeah. And like when you would go shopping, yeah. there were no clothes. Oh um, my God, it was that's there so was true. there were so many bellies, and it was just a sign of like how we were trying to come together after yeah. all the chaos. You know, like yeah, it was a they, like he's a full on 9/11 baby. Um, I think our second grade class there were like three classes of of second grade. Oh my, because God. there were just like a billion Isn't kids that, that year. It was, uh, it was awesome. That's you know? a lovely, you know what? I haven't thought about that. Like that's not something that I have really paid attention to and it makes complete sense. Well, I think after wars, really, I yeah, think after like absolutely. Vietnam, that's I how think we after, got baby boomers, that's right? how we get that, right? Yeah. Because like we're so stressed and that is like, uh, that's a connection. That's a true connection, absolutely. right? And, and is, it's a sense of hope, right? Oh, we yeah. talk about children, yeah. our collective children feeling yeah. like they represent something beyond 100%. us. And so it completely makes sense to yeah. sort of fight against darkness with that particular kind of light. I believe so. Absolutely. And it's bigger than us. It's beyond yeah. us. It's, uh, you know, yeah. that's that thing. 
wedding. That's that magic stuff. Um, God, but yeah, it, so he's 15. How weird um, to be, to have just come here and to still feel like a resident in many ways mm. of that city and then to have that happen and to feel both, like I'm sure, so connected and disconnected yeah. simultaneously. I wanted to be there so bad because we were uptown. Like we were up at the uh, top of Central Park when yeah. it happened. Um, and our place was like a spot. Like people used to come and party at our spot. Like yeah. it was, uh, it was uptown, you know? Yeah. And, uh, we weren't there. And yeah. so we felt, um, you know, there was, I don't know. It was, it, but yeah, you're right. It was like sadness and, and almost a little shame and regret that I wasn't there to sure. be in New York. Cause I had spent so much time there. Sure. And I mean, like I missed my flight when I was moving from New York to LA cause I was fighting it. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to go. Like I was, your unconscious I mean, was like, let's uh, just my, my unconscious, subconscious and conscious. Yeah. Were, um, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you don't want to go. Yeah. And, you know, was it, 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 and was it for work the, the like you just, Decided well, you know, I had started to kind of, uh, I'd started to pop off in New York a little bit. And uh, my girlfriend, wife now, said, you know, I'm going to go check out L.A. And she was enjoying L.A. Yeah. And I said, well, let me get a bag and I'll, I'll join you. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to break up. Yeah. You know, and uh, so we came out here and like I said, we ended up, you know, having the dude. And, the dude. And now we're 15 years in. Yeah. And, um, L.A. It's a real case. So many people arrive here kicking and screaming. I mean, oh. I, I did as well. And, 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 it, and from where, San where Francisco. You, San Francisco. And it's, yeah. the, it's the, I mean, I've talked about it a million times, but it really, there is this sort of like, some people come here loving it and they're excited about it. And then some people come here like pre-cynical. Yeah. And the good news is a lot of the time, I have to, I mean, I hate to say be a cynical person because I don't feel that way. Sure. But in my case, it was a pleasant surprise mm. that you know all the worst yes was there <laughs> like i wasn't wrong <laughs> it was still there you I just you can wrong. look at different things right but it's all about yeah, what you look like at. it it is it absolutely is it's like what frequency am i going to turn that like what mm-hmm. what noise am i going to turn down and what other yeah. stuff am i going to kind of turn up and yeah. like pay attention to 100 percent. yeah 100 do, do you consider you feel like a real do you feel like a i was a, a not Los even Angeles living here for a full year yeah and i was here you are, uh, i fought good. it so yeah. hard i yeah. was i was new york was on my tongue my and my heart and my thoughts speaking, and speaking of the shame too it's like yeah you know, so I left so many people behind who were like, traitor. Yeah, a little bit, you know, and then and and then blessings, you know, and then I started working and um, life just started to open up. You know, I don't really know if I still love L.A., you yeah. know, I don't. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would have to stay here if I wasn't in this business. Um but you love what you do. I love what I do, and it's a necessary evil. You and know those, what I'm saying? those like, things end up getting all mixed up with one another. They yeah, enmesh. You know, yeah, it's like 100%. I love LA for the fact that it's afforded I, me yeah. this like career of dreams. Crazy, you dream, know, crazy dreams. Yeah. Second, third, fourth. Um, you know, not the last dream, right? Yeah. Like it's just where we're, what I'm doing now, and um, so grateful to be able to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always changing. I think you know. Uh, at least I'm open to change. Absolutely. Right? Like, um, I don't know if I need or have to do this forever, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I believe while I'm here, I'm going to do it a thousand percent. I'm going to get the most I can out of it, and then, you know, uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. yeah. Where did you know? Were you from New York originally? No, no, no. I grew up down in uh, like uh, Palm Springs, Cabazon. That's where oh, my okay. parents. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when you moved to LA, you really were like coming. A little bit of a boomerang, like oh, it that's was, I've already left that place in a sense. Well, Not but close, I had never but, done L.A. Yeah, right. That was still like a full mystery. To it, me. well, it was like it was. Uh, 
you know, we came up here for Dodger games once a year with my family. Um, we'd go to Disneyland. Still not really L.A. Yeah, no, Anaheim. same. It's like you, know? I could, you can really, yeah, you, you know, can like banana you can kinda, around L.A. You can kind of miss to L.A. Disneyland. proper, you know. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't an actor growing up. I didn't care about going to Hollywood. I didn't need to see the stars. I didn't need to, I, I totally, I didn't necessarily avoid L.A., but it was, it just wasn't in my radar. Right. And so when I moved to New York, I was 19. And when I came back, I was nearing 30. And, uh, you know, L.A. was like, it was everything that I'd kind of left, right? Like it was uh, when I had left California, I was, uh, it was in the rear view. I never thought I needed to come back or had to come back. And, um, you know, cut to being here and then having a little connection, but not really a connection. It was kind of a... I don't know. I I don't know. Coming back to LA was very bizarre for me, and like I, I said, it. I fought it hard. Um, I get it. And uh, but again, yeah, it does go back to being allotted to do what I do. And you know, as an actor, sometimes I never signed up for it. I thought I was just going to be able to do it in LA. But you know, when the business changed and you got to go to New Orleans or Toronto or Vancouver or you got to go somewhere and you got to like set up a whole other life. Yeah. And you leave your family at home which is your life and yeah you know so in that sense working right now on the show i'm working on them i get to come home you guys you guys shoot here yeah we shoot up in santa Clarita. that's great i yeah. thought so but then all of a sudden you never know you sort of like there are places there are shows that i assumed shot elsewhere and i was completely shocked yeah. to find the shot here and then things i'm like well that seems like it would be easy enough to shoot in la yeah. it's like no no we're doing it in new mexico you know I, like yeah, yeah. Just never, 100%, I mean, no yeah 100 percent. new mexico was right on the tongue and like yeah. even austin you're like really you have to go there but that was for tax breaks yeah. right we know I, yeah you know um, yeah you know, no illusion there. Yeah. Uh, that was for money. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I'm... Yeah, because it could be in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it definitely you could know? be. Uh, so what took you to New York when you were 19? Did you Had you been bitten by the acting uh, bug by then, or was it just... No, I'll tell you what it was. I was a soccer player growing up. Okay. And that was kind of my first dream, um, or a, a dream or, you know, something I was good at, and a lot of people told me I was good at it, yeah. and I could probably go further. So I went to Europe, and I played a little bit there for like a... It was like a Teams USA thing. It wasn't like men's national or anything, but it was... Uh, you know, it was a high-end program. Yeah. And I played over there in a few of the um, amateur cups over there. And I came back and I was in a car accident. Right? Oh, like me and my boy. boys coming back from like Havasu up to no good. And uh, I broke both of my kneecaps. And oh, I was like, ah. You know? And so I spiraled and I was a little crazy and got very dark. And... Uh, you know, and then I moved. And how up. old were you? Uh, I was eighteen. You were eighteen. Yeah, and then I moved up to Orange County, and I took an acting class cause just because I was like, you know, I'm, I, I need to do something. And um, this teacher was like, "Bro, can I see you after class?" And I was like, oh, "What's up?" He's like, "You're an actor," and I said, "What?" He says, "You're an actor," and I'm like, uh, "I don't even know what you're talking about. I wouldn't even know how to." pursue yeah, that or anything. Yeah. He's like, well, let me get you some information. I said, all right. And he came back to me with a couple of pamphlets for a few different schools. And I said, oh, well, where's this one? He's like, it's in New York. He says, you, he, he says, uh, he says, if you want to go to New York, you're really going to learn the craft, you know? He says, if you want to go up to LA, you can go up there right now with a headshot. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. That just sounds so terrifying, you know? <laughs> I was like, Let's no. Let's it. I was like... Go back to the part about where I go to school still. Yeah, you know, so um, I left in like three months. I quit my job, broke up with the girl I was dating and said, I'm moving to New York. And my parents were like, you are out of your mind. What? How? And... Uh, 
started to, you know, started to work. I went to school out there. And then as soon as I got out of school, I mean, everyone at school said, dude, you're an actor. Where'd you go to school? Uh, American Academy Dramatic Arts. Oh, sure, sure. You know, and um, before everyone said, dude, you're a soccer player. Yeah. And then people say, oh, man, you're crazy. And then people started saying, bro, you're an actor. And, you know, we're animals, you know, and you kind of do believe um, if you don't really know what you want, right? If you're just kind of uh, in the flow, yeah. I like to say. And um, you kind of you kind of do that, you yeah. know, and it started to work and I started to believe it. And then I started to kind of, you know, trying to gain mastery of it. Yeah. And it's working. Do you feel like the, the, uh, the sort of, um, momentum would have looked different had that one teacher not kind of pulled you aside and been like, I don't oh, know how absolutely. serious you are about this, but here's what I see from the outside. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was working at the Ritz Carlton. Um, cause that was my job when I came up from the desert and, uh, people were like, bro, you're like managerial, uh, you know? And it was just like, you know, because like, again, because like, you put time and effort into like, if you're going to do something, I assume you're, you are the kind of person who's like, well, I'm, I'm going to do, do a good job. I don't want to be a jackass. I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. be the best. Uh, yeah. I don't care what I'm doing. I'm going to be the best. Yeah. And, um, that's good that you held on to that even after going through what you went through with, with the, with, because that is so young to have an in- a serious mm-hmm. injury that so severely affects whatever your number one kind of thing is. And right. I don't know how I would have dealt with that. Like in one, on one hand, it's like, Oh, kids are breakable. You break, they you stitch them up. They get back on their feet. Right. That's, it's good to have that happen at that age. Sure. But on the other hand, it's so that's the, the same reason that there are so many problems with teen suicide and stuff is that it's also very hard to see past tomorrow, next week, oh, yeah. next year and feel like there's something out there worth hanging in for yeah. if you have something really serious happen to you. hundred percent. You know, 100%. Um, but the I fact that I don't you, even know you if know. they have that space now, yeah. you know, I don't know if kids have that space um, with the phones and the Instagram and all that stuff. I don't even know if they have that freedom to make that choice anymore and you know like as an athlete once you lose something in your physical being it really does affect your spirit and i went dark and start to experiment with just about everything i could find and um but i just kept you know i my parents gave me a good amount of like you're good you know Uh, i had brothers i had a pretty normal upbringing when it came up to that and, Where uh, do you fall in your with your? I'm uh, in the middle. Age. I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm in the middle. Hence, that's why I'm here, still looking for some freaking. Uh, you know, I'm in the middle. And Listen, it's cool. <laughs> just pay a little attention to me, just, and I'll I'll solve all your problems. It, I'll, let me fix it. That's it. I, yeah. I, I bring laughter. You know, yeah, I bring yeah. uh, love and. Um, I, I bring a bottle of something, uh-huh. and, you know, and it's happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, nice. uh, yeah, man, you know, that's the middle. I kind of think I was the glue a lot. Sure. Um, you know, I don't know why, but that's just kind of, it, it's, it's, uh, as much as it's a stereotype, it's a truth, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of middles I see that with. Um, yeah, absolutely. And there's an expression and there's an expressive side that you need to get out there. And I, I used to do it on the soccer field and, you know, and then and then I did it in acting and I used to like start writing poetry and start playing music. And it was just like, I just, I, I don't know. I didn't want to be in, a, in an office or, you know, I just, uh, I knew that would have killed me. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, did you I have, have yeah, I was going to say, did you ever have like part-time jobs? Where oh, you, yes. You, you yes. got to know what that would feel like. Because even the Ritz-Carlton, I, would, I don't know if you were in an office or if you were sort of still out and about 
but sure. Well, uh, you know, when I moved to New York, a buddy who uh, how, how did it happen? Um, he was moving. His you know, as far as like going to New York and pursuing the dream and you watch people kind of leave and, you know, you're wondering if they're ever going to come back and get yeah. back in the game. And he was like, Irby, I got this job, man. Um, I'm like, what is it? You know, and I just kind of say yes to everything, you know, and he's like, it's a paralegal. I'm at the Rock Center. We're on like the 51st floor. And I'm like, well, what do I got to do? He's like, dude, just answer the phone. He's like, make some papers, you know, uh, the copiers um, and uh, coffee, some basic stuff. I was like, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I did that for like six months, right? Yeah. Like right out of acting school. And, but again, it was awesome. Right. Yeah. Like there was one old guy there, old timer. And we used to go have lunch every Wednesday down at the bottom, down by the ice skating rink. And it wasn't terrible. Like yeah. I knew I wasn't going to do that. Like, yeah. It was just a stepping stone. Well, and that's the it thing, right? Money, There's such a freedom right? in, I can't believe, I'm just going to open this magazine and mm -hmm. stick my gum in some page. Uh, sorry, magazine. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm a child. Uh, yeah, I, there's really something to that. Uh, again, it's kind of like we were saying about like, do do kids have that? And do they, is there that space to kind of move and breathe in that way? But the the feeling of being, of the feeling of doing something that you are a hundred percent sure is not going to last is such a different experience oh, yeah. than being like, okay, I guess this is it. This is me. This is what I'm going to be doing. You know? Yeah. Cause even just like when I worked, I worked in an interior design firm in like the project management side. So I wasn't doing the creative side. I was sort of doing the like purchase order side, like sure. let's order sure. some fringe for these pillows we're having made. <laughs> so I was sitting in an office and it was a great office in the sense that it was like a converted Victorian house. So it still felt, it was like, I'm in a bedroom. That's really, you know, that's my office. And, and I love the people that I worked with, but, um, but I knew, I just knew in my bones. I was like, yeah. even as I was doing it, I was like, I don't, know that I'm going to be able to do this and when I was doing I when I had been doing it for a few months and had come at it from the point of view of like this is my career in my early 20s I was I became like really depressed yeah. and maybe I couldn't have named it at the time you know what I mean maybe right. it was just a low grade like it's hard to get up this morning you know and like sort of writing that off and putting it away but then when I decided to go back to school and I gave my notice and I gave a lot I would give like two months notice because right. it you know when your semester is going to start sure. right and i stayed on that last two months was wonderful it was like what a great job i this love is you the guys best. yeah because there was no <laughs> attachment to it that was like pressuring yeah. the experience you know yeah and so that's i'm sure you know if, if someone had sadly, been like here let me handcuff you to this desk michael like totally. that's you now I uh, crazy. yeah and sadly like for all of my employers like through every job they I've all ever wanted had, you to stay there forever but they all knew it yeah like they all knew that I was leaving. Yeah. Right. And like, I was never not honest about that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I could still be there. And they were like, Oh, Irving, we're going to miss you, bro. Yeah. You know, like yeah. my first job in New York, I was doing, um, I was doing lights for like weddings and like, uh, this, uh, this, um, it was a lighting company, in, yeah. you know, in New York. And, uh, we were doing like the red carpets and we were doing weddings at like the plaza. Like it was like this crazy job that I'd gotten into for like $20 an hour. Mm -hmm. And, uh, which is, it was really incredible good. money. We yeah. would go, we would work hard for like two hours. Yeah. All the people would come in, they'd party for four hours and then for two hours we'd break it down. 
make great money, go take it back to the shop. And we were driving trucks in New York, you know, like this is like in like 1998, yeah, like, you know, 15 foot box trucks. I don't know how many mirrors I took out yeah. going down Park <laughs> Avenue, you know, like I, everyone expects it. Yeah. And I left a everyone note on every it. single one. Oh. And, uh, but you know, those were the good old Middle days. Child. Yes. Uh. Yes. <laughs> Middle child, guilty as I just want you child. to know, had to be done. Real sorry. Yes. Don't be mad. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But those were jobs, you know, and I think those are all just stepping stones and um, you got to kind of take them as they come. And if yeah. you kind of, you know, if you know what you want, it's, 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 it's again, it's like walking in the desert, you know, you just got to go and just kind of keep moving. Yeah. And, uh, no, I know people feel stuck. I wish... I think sometimes we can kind of get complacent in our surroundings. You know, you get one promotion, you're like, oh, sweet. You know, and then you get another one, you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll stay a while. And then like 15 years later, you're like, wow. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, to each his own. Yeah. It's no, it's, you're absolutely right. It's hard. And it's like, especially, I mean, I've even noticed uh, from uh, of, about myself that I am a creature of habit, even mm-hmm. though I've chosen something that kind of doesn't afford me that most of the time. Right. So it, it is like I'm feeding two sides of myself simultaneously. And sometimes they don't get along. You know, right. it's like, I clearly want to keep doing this. Right. So I'm doing it. But the part of me that's like, wow, you really like I was just complaining to you about, you know, like working all Friday night. And then yeah. I'm not the person who bounces back in the way some people do. And <laughs> I'm just like, I'm good. I got five hours of sleep, seven to noon. This is my sweet Saturday. Like I'm feeling great. I mean, I was like walking around like, oh, I feel like someone beat me up. I don't know what's going on, no. you know, and, but, but, and then I got to be at work at 5 a.m. tomorrow, but I, I want to do it. Yeah. I want to do it. Um, but when you're, when you have that, when you do have somebody who's saying like, stick around, hey, let me incentivize it for yeah. you. And you have a sense of like, okay, well, this is one less thing I have to be panicky about. Sure. You know, I know where I'm going every day. That is, it's, it's, it can, it can hold on to you pretty tight. Hey man. Those I mean, compromises. I mean, my life, every single job I walk into, I know it's finite. Yeah. I know it's ending, right? So I'm looking for another job, even yeah. while I have a job, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's a weird place to have to kind of operate, you know, out of, uh, although it's very free, you know. Um, it's, uh, you know, they say like uh, soccer players have amnesia, you know, because if they knew every goal that they missed, they wouldn't, you know, they would stop shooting. Interesting. Right? Yeah, uh, I've never heard that, but that totally makes sense. Like, especially for forwards, if you're up top, you know, you have to forget the bad stuff. All your quote unquote failures. You have to. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. Boy, that really does train you for acting, huh? Oh, God, yes. Forget all the auditions. It doesn't mean a thing. No is no. And as long as you showed up 100 and you can walk away, no regrets, heads up, doesn't happen, doesn't happen. They were not ready, Yeah. right? It took me a minute to get there. Yeah. But I had to kind of realize they're not ready for you. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, And, you know, I wish that job no ill will. Yeah. Right? And I, I, I see that there's jobs that I haven't got that I... Oh, okay, you know, I'm glad that guy got that. You know, he did yeah. something I wouldn't have done with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then there's some, I'm like, uh, I think they missed the boat. Yeah. You know, and I see why that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all my best to you. All middle child. the best to you. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting, too, about the, kind of what you described about working, you know, up, uh, up the you know uptown and and uh and doing the lighting and stuff and also the Ritz Carlton did is there was there a sense I could see how that could work two ways too I could see it as being like 
a, one person would 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 create a world for themselves where they are always on the outside looking in mm-hmm. versus somebody who's like oh i'm seeing the mechanics of this like splashy wedding or this you know these affluent guests who are staying at this place right. and i'm quote unquote serving them or what have you but that 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 actually provides this opportunity for you to be like oh there's nothing magical about this there's no tricks do you know what i'm saying and you strike me as a person who sees that not as like i'm on the outside looking in but as like oh good to know yeah definitely you know what i mean 100 percent. yeah i don't really see those obstacles yeah i see them as little lessons yeah you know like from god whatever that is that you believe in um and i grew up in palm springs you know and there was a serious uh have and have nots. Mm, absolutely. You know, and we were on the have nots. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I was able to see uh, money, I guess, from a very early age. Mm-hmm. And uh, my parents had a way about them that they were within that community. Um, you know, my parents, uh, my dad owned a window washing business and uh, my mom worked in homes. And so I started to meet all of these people who who treated me just the same, right? And I was my parents' kid, and they totally respected my parents, and they were very, uh, they kind of erased my illusion of money, Mm. right? That's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, Rather than the opposite, rather than someone being like... It was uh, was a beautiful Jewish community. Nice. And I believe, um, I play soccer with a lot of South African Jews, and I just love that whole idea of community. Mm -hmm. And... um, family and that it's all there's it's all for everybody Hmm. right i i I love that idea yeah and so i kind of was like oh it's it's all for everybody yeah right so even working at the ritz you know you're selling rooms for 575 dollars a night and then so-and-so walks in you're like oh oh, that guy yeah that's that that's no mystery yeah 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 exactly and then you know i'm dealing with these um it was a wills and trust firm I'm working at, right? So we're dealing with estates. Oh, I didn't and, even and know that. Like, like, yeah, so, like, that it just was, like yeah, ratchets no, it up I mean, even it was, more. It was crazy, right? Yeah. So, like, and we're dealing with people that are at like this huge transitional part of their life. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these finances of money that I go, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, but I can have that, hmm. right? It was yeah. never, I don't know. I don't, I was never a fan. I never put something so far away that I can't touch it, mm-hmm. right? Um, even the man on the street who just needs a cigarette or right. he just needs a dollar. I got yeah. you, brother. Yeah. I got you, man. You know, or the guy up top who, you know, um, you know, could you get me another towel? Uh, yeah, man, I got you. Yeah. You know, even though you, I, you're paying $600 yeah. a night, I know you can get that towel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know that you can load that stapler. Yeah. Right, but I got you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, because it's like, I think, I don't know. I'm all about that positive vibration right now. And I think you, you give what you get and you get what you give. And, yeah. you know, it's like, um, it hasn't been hard. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not a pleaser, but I, I, you know, I'm pretty open to people and their energy and, you know, I like it. Sounds like there's a lot of compassion going on there too. Yeah. yeah like, unless you're a complete idiot. It. Yeah. You know, unless you're a complete idiot. Yeah. And I, I think that you, uh, that, that you don't want to know. Yeah, you know, and then I'm I'm off. Then it's too. like you walk away. Oh, rather fully. Than like, I don't fight Let me it. make this all my energy. No, no, no. no yeah. I don't fight it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry for you. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. 
and I'm and do, you my f- life. do you feel like the do you I mean again I'm not trying to make this lifetime movie of the week so yeah, forgive me but like when for example you were in that accident and you went to that sort of dark place do you feel like that informed where you are now to the, like the, as a reminder as a sort of like benchmark of like okay well I know what it feels like to go there when something's right. hard I don't want to go back there or do you think that 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 you would have um, organically evolved, you know, even without something that traumatic happening? You know, I don't know. It's hard to know. Yeah, it's hard to know. I, I mean, don't, it's I, impossible to know. It's <laughs> truly argued, impossible. It's impossible and know. if we could figure that out right yeah. here, we could sell it. Uh, well, let's go back in time, yes. shall we? I guess I, I buried the lead a little bit. I'm able to travel in time. Uh, um, yeah. You know, it's just life experience. I think maybe... I think, too, I was maybe burning out of soccer a little bit. I'd played so much mm. and played so hard for so long. Yeah. Uh, I think there was probably even that. I, I could have possibly been burning out, and then I really wouldn't have known what to do. Yeah. And, then, and then what's that darkness? You yeah. Know Ooh, that's just, such a good right? point. You know, Because at least that had a period oh, or an exclamation mark boom, on it. It was boom. like, uh-uh, don't, you're not, yes. you don't have to decide that anymore. Yes. That's That's been decided for you. Which is freedom and, yeah. and wings yeah, and yeah. enlightenment. And, you know, then yeah. you're on your... You know, you're on your walkabout. Yeah. And I think you have to have walkabouts. You know, I just, you know, um, no, hey, I'm always on walkabout. You know, I, you know, the last few years, this career has been kind of up and down and, you know, soul searching. And I, I, I can't go dark. You can't go dark with, you know, a wife and family and, you know, kid. And yeah. like, you, like you're not allowed to go dark. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's when we, you know, that's I think that's when we send kids to war. I think that's when you um, at 18, you're 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 fearless. Right at yeah. eighteen, um, tomorrow, bring it. Um, yeah. It's it's you know. So I think that's when li- that, that's when life's supposed to kind of hit you, like right in the face. Yeah. And you know you're 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 old enough to kind of have a little bit of uh, retrospection, and then you're old enough to have a little bit of like maybe this is going to be a wisdom moment. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're like that, you know, yeah. like not everybody's like that. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, not everybody's like that. Like, yeah. Um, you you, you got to want to you know, do something. It is so interesting to wonder like what's, what's sort of embedded in a, in a person as they develop versus, you know, what they are reacting to from their environment and where those, some of those strongholds come from. Were, uh, were you with school, like something that you cared much for when you were in high school? Was that like, and was it a school where, because I think of Palm Springs as being like the rich people tend to be older. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think of like, rich kids as much yeah no 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 it wasn't totally less than zero yeah yeah it it wasn't like that like the kids from la adult communities i see that hardcore up there so what was your what was your high school makeup like uh our high school makeup was you know it was like the 80s you know um I guess it was still probably like, I mean, if you're asking like a uh, racial breakdown it was probably i wasn't but i'm curious yeah no it was probably like probably like 60 percent white 35% 35% Latino and 5% African American. Yeah. You know, and, um, but that was Palm Springs, you know, and like I was kind of a Ferris Bueller kind of guy. Like I was pretty much friends with everybody because mm-hmm. I grew up like out in Cabazon. Um, my dad's black, my mother's Mexican. And, you know, it wasn't a sad story, but I just didn't really feel part of anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was just like, oh, I'm Michael. Um, um, you know, and my brothers were kind of the same way. Like we didn't really kind of attach to any, yeah. you know, and like as your kids, you try to attach to something. Right. Um, but yeah, no, the desert was, uh, 
it was it was an odd place to grow up. Um, a lot of my friends' dads were cops, mm-hmm. uh, also, which was uh, <laughs> like I'm not sure if that was good because I probably should have a small record, um, but I don't because uh, you know that phone call would always go to. He's you know, a good kid. He's a, Let's oh, you listen. Just, we're gonna. He's a middle he's child. He's just expressing That's right. himself. That's right. Um, That's yeah, right. You know, no, the desert was interesting. You know, um, I mean, is, it, is some of that born out of? I say this as being uh, these guys know I'm from Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And there is definitely like it's a there's it's a great city in a lot of ways, but sure. it's also like a very small big city in terms of like it's a tiny downtown. There's no yeah. the culture. I'm very I feel very lucky that like the majority of the quote unquote culture I experienced was Hispanic because it is such yeah. a, 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 it's a, a border. It's history. Yeah. yeah, it's history. Like and Tucson really cares about preserving the barrios and like mm-hmm. the missions and all that kind of stuff. And so being like a white kid with no culture of my own, except for the Mormon kind of weird thing that my mom had going on. Oh, lover, really? lover, huh. lover. Uh, but 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 sort of get, having that felt like exactly like we were saying. Like I felt kind of like I belonged to something. Yeah. Even just going to a school where, you know, we were celebrating Cinco de Mayo in like a sure. very real way with our mascarones. And like, you know, that was very important to me. Yeah. And I was going to, it was a Spanish-English immersion situation where like, you know, certain days we would just be taught in Spanish. And, uh, and so... But it's a city where there ain't much to do, right? And you want to get into trouble, right. like you. And there's not so it's like then you it becomes like trouble. what what swimming pool can we sneak into? Like yeah. what hotel isn't going to notice that yeah. we're a bunch of rambunctious teens like sneaking in and swimming? Yeah. And you know, like how fast can I drive this car on this like tiny desert road that has a lot of curves? Because it'll make my <laughs> stomach make me feel like I'm on a roller coaster. Like you're really lo- yes. you're looking for that, you yes. know, that yes. rush. Because yes, you, you get are. a taste of it somewhere. Yeah. And then if they're and if and if the only way to and if you're not you know into sports or if you're not, then it just like you start to just go like, okay, what am I gonna do now? Yeah. yeah. I I have a 15 year old and this is something he could read so i can't even share anything uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no man you look for trouble in a small town and you know if you feel like you're kind of underneath this veil of uh of not able to get in trouble yeah you know um it's a little dangerous yeah you know you push it you push it you push it yeah and the desert was like that you know yeah uh, but it was fun it was fun we didn't kill anybody you know <laughs> listen that is uh, great news yeah i'm pretty That's sure great. <laughs> uh, you know, no, I mean, we used to drive like maniacs, you know what yeah, I mean? It was just like, yeah. and you know, like I had like a little 60, I think it was like a 68 bug, you know, that I got from my older brother. And I drove that thing like as, as it should have been driven. Uh-huh. Like I, I truly, I thought I was on the Autobahn and it was just that little two lane down Palm Canyon and I was, I was yeah. eating the clutch and it was just like, I mean, and now I'd get pulled over and this and yeah. that and this and that. Yeah, but, you yeah. Know, just, it was like, it was good. It was good that time. And you were talking earlier about, uh, uh, about going out and camping and stuff is mm-hmm. that uh something that you kind of grew up doing or is that something that kind of came on later yeah no it was something i did not grow up doing yeah um you know we had the three of us or my brothers and my family where we, they were just always kind of you know our one vacation was like to disneyland or, yeah you know to knots and you know that's kind of what you did back then sure um no but it was something that i knew when i had a kid that i, I would want to kind of do and He's fully into it. He loves lighting the fire. That's so and, great. Uh, and it just allows for just that real chill time. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, we all pretty much turn the phones off. And you know, where we're at, we don't have the power or anything. And so when it's done, it's done. And Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when night sets in and 
sound start, you know, and it's just, I mean, that is camping, like, you know? Oh, yeah, maybe the earth doesn't belong to yeah. us 24-7. Oh, it's so refreshing yeah. to remember that, you know? Now, like, you don't have to tell me specifics. I don't need anybody going out mm-hmm. and trying to find you guys while you're camping, but do you head mountains? Do you head towards ocean? Uh, we like what mountains. You, yeah, yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like say that mountains. like I camp. I don't ever yeah. camp. It's great, though. I, mean, I want to, listen, the only thing that it, the, truly, the thing that I have allowed to prevent me from doing more stuff like that is like, I had started having back problems at such a young age and i think for me part of it was like like just it was like just holding on so tight you know um but i i'm like i'm so i'm like i gotta have i gotta for my neck i i need like i don't know if an air mattress is gonna do it like it's so sad it's so sad i get it um but i want but everything else i don't mind i don't need to take a shower i will piss the shit outside i don't care sure sure, i definitely am not that person i don't need a lamp right you can give me nothing as long as there's something that i'm gonna be like because I wake up from sleeping in my nice bed. Right. So that's what I got to get around. Well, if you don't do that, you can still, like, they have these great things, like, where you can literally rent a little motorhome. Yeah. And they will come and park it. That's what I got to Right do. on your space. And you just, you know, some of them have power in the water. And yeah. And you have a little bed. And then you can still, like, go outside and cook everything, sit out around the yeah. thing, start the fire. But when it's time to make night-night, uh-huh. you, can, you can go inside and you that's can stretch out do. and wake up. I mean, hey, it's still not going to be a great sleep. I mean, mm-hmm. because you're out, you know, you're in, a, yeah. in the motorhome. but. Yeah. Um, and believe it or not, there's some great technology out there. Um, there's some great air beds uh, yeah. that you could get. And um, no, I roll with a glamper. Um, that's my other half. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> as I've been told, my significantly better half. Uh-huh. Um, she likes a nice, uh, yeah. you know, air mattress, something uh, yeah. where the boy and I can kind of sleep on rocks and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, that's just, you know, it's. Uh, but uh, camping's awesome. It's yeah, just, it's just the deal. And do you and you mentioned going fishing? Is that something too that yeah, you yeah, kind of yeah, knew? Yeah. Did you t- was that a self taught thing? Because that uh, also seems like a thing where it's like you won't know how to fish unless your dad or your grandpa takes you out on well, the lake. You know, um, I used to go out because I had some family that was up in Elko, Nevada, and mm-hmm. they would head out to the lakes out there when my mom would go out and my dad would go out, and I just remembered it was something that I loved, and then life happens and then you don't fish for like 20 years and yeah i mean i didn't fish in new york at all yeah right and um then when we got back here and the kid man the kid you know you're just like hmm do we want to go to a dodger game no do i really want to go sit with fifty thousand people right yeah, now yeah. no yeah. um do we you know all your priorities start to kind of present themselves mm. and um blessed with this career and our lifestyle you know, I got downtime and yeah. um, there's in between time and um, camping. It just seemed very, you know, my wife was into it and uh, it was just a little thing to kind of untap out of L.A. And L.A., you can bounce like two, three, four hours and you can hit beach, desert, mountain. Um, like there's so many different camping. It's and, really like, kind of I mean, literally, you leave it? at eight. You could be breaking your campground by noon and, uh, you know, it's like, it's, it's awesome in LA. Yeah. It's all like two, three, four hours away. Yeah. 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 But it's something about New York. I mean, I know people go, certainly there are people who go out of town, but I think in terms of just like not having ever fully lived on the East coast and, and getting so much of my sense of New York from like movies and television, (laughs) I've spent a lot of time there now. Yes. However. Sure. I do still feel like the the major like the sort of stereotype for a reason 
is that the more money you have, the easier it is for you to go out into nature oh, when well, you're living in New York City. Yes. In New York City, right? Yes. And you, so, 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 like my like my friends who live there who go to the Hamptons. Oh, uh huh. They're yeah. having the Hamptons experience. Yeah. I don't have as many friends who are like we packed up our station wagon because we have one in Harlem. You know right. what I mean? Like no, and, ju- and and so it's 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 harder to kind of pamper that side of yourself sure. when you're like working the grind in New sure. York. And opposed to, even to here where you can like go to you know right you can be like you said you can have no money and go and be up at like arrowhead in an hour or whatever yeah and you would think people would do it more like yeah. in the concrete you know but like if you're living there i don't even i don't even know if you know the catskills are there yeah you know like i was there and some people say hey you want to go to the catskills and i was like what do i need to get to the catskills yeah. and you know you don't realize it. you just got to go down to penn station jump on the train you know a couple hours out they let you off right and you're like oh but, you know, I don't think you realize that, you know, like I, live, I just feel like it's presented again. You say the diff- Catskills. All I think of is like rich camps. Oh, the Catskills. Yeah. It's, yeah, like it's no. presented to you over and over again as like this thing that only certain people do. Sure. And you allow yourself to think like, oh, I guess I'm not other people. Sure. Like that's something someone else does sure. instead of just going, well, what if I got on the train? Mm-hmm. What would happen then? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, I think, you know, um, that's like a whole can of worms right there about what's presented to rich people and what's presented to those that are, um, you know, could probably truly appreciate it even a little bit more, you know, just, you know, I know like in New York, there were some different things. They would take the kids out to the farm, you know, um, like up in Harlem and I'd see all the guys getting on the bus and they were going to the farm. Yeah. You know, and they, that's great to hear. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and they appreciate it just like anybody else. Like, yeah. I don't know if we, uh, yeah, that's like a whole big Thing, that's right? a that's a big concept. That's a, it's a big that's a big concept. thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's a real thing. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, it's all out there. There's so much there for every single person as long as you. And with the phones, like you and and Yelp and like being able to just make a plan on on a dime. Like um, there's a way now. And if you Wait. don't want to do that, that's on you. Right, 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 right. Because there's the information is out there now. Yeah, and ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is ignorance, and mm-hmm. you just. Um, I got no patience for that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's all out there. Like, yeah. I believe if you're in New York and you're bored, you're probably a boring human uh-huh. being. Okay? <laughs> or you're depressed. Or you're depressed, yeah. right? Like, in you which know, case, or, or you're depressed, which I definitely let's give. Let's deal with that. Yes, I definitely give weight to that yeah, because yeah, New York yeah. can be a very depressing place. Yeah. Um, as anywhere can be a depressing yeah. place because it's, it's, it's with you. It's inside, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, depression's a beast, you know, on that. You know, I've seen those. I try to... Um, doesn't affect me too much um i know i can get a little morose i guess i uh put into my music but it's something that lasts it's a short thing that mm-hmm. lasts for me um maybe that's soccer the amnesia i was telling you about you yeah know? yeah um, just keep moving just keep moving just keep moving yeah um I, I i know that it's a real thing for a lot of people and i definitely have compassion and empathy for that um and yeah. just yeah, when you did you st- you said you started writing songs and playing yeah, yeah, yeah. music and stuff, and you yeah. still and you still yeah, do that yeah, stuff. I still, yeah, I still. Have do you my, play uh, with anyone, or do you is that more kind of your time? Uh, it is kind of my time. Yeah. Uh, although when I play with people, it's so fun. Yeah. And I'm always like, God, Michael, you got to do this more. But there's a shyness about me that I'm when I'm writing and doing my thing, and uh, it's not shy when I'm there. Like if there was just like this secret microphone somewhere, uh-huh. it probably <laughs> it would get it right because I'm literally I'm with fifty thousand uh-huh. people, not like the Wembley. It's like you know. It's, it's amazing when I'm there by myself. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, it's um, in the beginning um, in New York, I was just like so 
you know, coming from Palm Springs and uh, so small, like we're talking about, and then going up to Orange County, which was mind-blowingly white to me and money and stuff I didn't really understand and definitely felt fish out of water. And then I got to New York and everybody was like, yo, you're Puerto Rican, bro. <laughs> and I was like, ah, you know, and I was like, okay, you know, what I I was am. Like, and there huh. you go, you know. Um, so I was just, I was just turned on and turned up and I just started putting pen to paper and I was writing and doing a lot of spoken word um, out there. And like, there were so many venues for that, you know, yeah. you know I was out down at the New York Rican Poets Cafe. And um, that's kind of how I got my first film, um, Pinero, uh, with Benjamin Bratt. We did this movie, but I was in there and I was auditioning and I just started to slam at the New Yorican where I started to feel good about it. And that's because my wife, girlfriend, was like, dude, you know, we used to hang out and party. And she was like, and I used to share this stuff. And she's like, you got to go. You got you to you gotta give this to people. And I was like, oh, all right. And she's like, I signed you up for your birthday. And I was like, what? <laughs> And so, because we go down the New York Rican, and I used to go down and watch, and she's like, I signed yeah. you up. Yeah. It was, it was right around my birthday. She's like, I signed you up for your birthday. And I was like, <gasps> okay. She knew you, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, what am I saying? I don't no, know you, but. No, no, no. She 20 knew. years later, she knew. Yeah, she knew. Right? And. Because um, that's like, a, yeah, that's the kind of thing that. Yeah, the per- if you do that for the wrong person, you know that you're doing it for yes. someone who shouldn't be doing it. She 100%. knew. She 100%. was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this because this is." It's a part of you that you don't even and, know. Yeah, yeah, you know, and um, and that you would show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. 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 yes Not yes. just show up for that moment, but no. like you are a person who shows up. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And we still show up for each other. Mm-hmm. She gave. You know, she does that. And um, and I crushed it, and I won the night, oh, and I won great. money, and uh, it was it was crazy, and I kept going back and back and back. And did that feel familiar in a way that t- that like the soccer would have it fed it did. that rush of yep. like oh my god yeah it did I um, see how it would yeah uh, and go yeah right like um, and go and you don't know what's gonna happen yeah. like, when the whistle blows yeah you know um, and that is where. I like to operate from, I guess, like in life, you know, I don't really want to know like everything. Um, I like to say, oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, uh, we, I don't really know. Uh, but I know that I can figure it out. Yeah. Right. Um, all problems are like, ah, I don't know. Problems kind of bring a smile to my face a lot, you know. Um, well, that's great. I got to do that more. It's just, you know, Barry, the show I'm doing right mm-hmm. now, um, the Bill Hader thing. Yeah. Um, I was given that book for agreements uh-huh. like back in New York. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was, right? Yeah. I didn't care. It didn't matter. I was I was, I was, was working it out. Like, I, four agreements was not what I was reading. I was reading, like, Fear and Loathing. And, right. You know right, what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, you know. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, but, yeah, so 20 years later, I show up, and uh, I get this part, and they say he's all into the four agreements. And I'm like, what is the four agreements? Oh, I remember somebody gave me that book. Like, God, that rings a bell. So yeah. I started to read it again, and I was like, ah. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're like, you're living three. The fourth one can be a little bit, but that's just, you're here. Yeah. Right? What are they? Tell us real quick. Number one is don't make assumptions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, about yourself or anything. Number two is uh, never take anything personal. Right? That is somebody else's energy and that is their life bringing that to you. It's yeah. not yours. Three is be true to your word. Right? In your highest moment, live true to your word. And then the four is 
wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, no matter what, be there 100% mm. and you will leave with zero regret. Boy, that fourth right? one is being, yeah. Is that what you were saying? It's just tired, being pushed at all the time, tired, especially these days. Um, depressed, scared, fearful. All those things are true things. But in that moment, be, don't make the assumption. Don't take it personal. Be true to your truth, like your word, and then be 100 when you're there. And the result, you start to see it, like, and it starts to, like, truly manifest. Like, it's, uh, like, it manifests, like, to the guy at the deli, right? To the kid at the bus stop, to someone's eye contact at a red light, to all the negative shit that is going on in the world right now. It, it can change your sunrise to sunset if you're in that in that space and it ain't mantra shit right like it's real yeah. stuff yeah it's real stuff that you can totally like make a point to do that uh and it's it's really not that hard it doesn't take that much energy it takes so much more energy to have to know everything mm. and have to know what someone's thinking and have to think what they're thinking about you and have to <laughs> yeah, wonder it's exhausting. what like it's exhausting yeah right like it's exhausting yeah um i can't instagram that sentiment i can't ask you to follow that sentiment but that it, it's it, it is exhausting mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so um that's how i like to operate in my daily yeah you know? um so that's okay. So that's your Barry character. What about your Mayans character? Mayans, <laughs> um, and how fun to be doing oh, such like to be able to have juxtapositions so, in the tone of the work we do and yeah, all no, that, you know. I mean, um, you know, yeah, Barry, so much laughter, crazy, cool on set, and like all these people that went to college, and you know, and they all, um, all so beautiful, you know, in in their own way. And then to come over to the mindset, and it's Kurt Sutter, and it's um, you know we're dealing with the gray zone, yeah. right? Like we're dealing with the with the right in between, um, with life and death, humanity and non, and love and hate and pain and joy. Like that's kind of he's right in between all that, and you know Bishop, my character in there, I you know I come from a totally jacked up household neither one of my parents were around I ended up going to prison mm -hmm. after I got out of prison I went to the military kind of rose up in the military when I came back I got back to, I went back to prison got thrown into solitary confinement and he's a bit of a he's a bit of a dog right mm -hmm. like he's just he's got a skill set which is a leader but he's never had anybody to really lead right and he's also never followed right there's a thing you know you throw a man to the wolves and he comes back the leader of the pack mm -hmm. and that's kind of how bishop was in that and um, my cousin, who is uh, played by Emilio Rivera, uh, Marcus Alvarez from the original Sons uh, in the Mayans. Yeah, yeah. Um, he plays my cousin. He says, yo, man, come live with us for a little bit. I want you to get back on your feet. And he asked me to start up the new charter. And so I'm the president of the charter, um, which I kind of believe goes back to the soccer and and always being on a team mm -hmm. and, and liking to have people give me the ball because mm -hmm. I think I could do something, right? Like... Um, you know, give me the ball, give me the ball. And but that's interesting too, because it's not, that's not tennis, like single, like a, like a single person no. playing tennis. It's not, it's not marathon running where it's you, you're beating your own time or you're beating people you're not on a team with. Right. It's still a team, right? It's you want to, you want to contribute and you want to have that community yeah. rather than like, I'm just going to stand up here by myself getting that gold yeah. medal, you know? Which are like 90% of my jobs, yeah. right? Like all of my jobs, I've, Hey, I've won the medal. I have another job. Yeah. But this, it's so different because I'm on a team. Like we're the, we're the Mayans, 
right? Like it is a we're we're a fucking gang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and we're like and the way that we all operate, um, you know, and Kurt's really beautiful about how he says there's a few of our cast members that have more prison time than screen time. Mm. Right? Like these guys are real. And you know, I'm a kid from the desert, but at the end of the day I've lived my life too. Yeah. Right. And we all are there for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Um and it's so beautiful to watch all these different levels of education, of of life experience, of um, you know, and you know, with FX crushing it and yeah. and, and believing in that. Like Bishop is he, you know, it's all for the cause, right? Like if if you if you have to die and if you are in Bishop's way of like I don't do anything out of violence because I need to be violent. Mm-hmm. It's because you're in my way. It's very pragmatic, right? It's, it's, yeah. I need. I, you're just in my way. Yeah. Right. Um, I. He's not a. He's not a psychopath. Yeah. Right. He's a general. Yeah. Um. It's. It's all chess. Is the. Is. Uh. And. And is his character dealing with like kind of, um, having to recognize and deal with psychopaths? Do you know what I mean? Like. Oh, very is much. It, so. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a person who understands the practicality of the need of something. I can't I imagine that person feels a certain amount of disgust at the person who's like, no, this is the be all end all right here. I right. just want to see this person's blood spill. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm into. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think you see too in this whole thing. I mean, Bishop is a watcher. You know, he watches a lot. And you find out that he, he, he doesn't really say a whole lot, but when he says it, it's very precise and it's very um, active. Mm-hmm. It's very active, right? Bishop's not a big reactory kind of guy. Um, and I think it's healthy for this because there's so much, I mean, there's so much stuff going on in the club, you know? I, mean, yeah. I can't really get into it. I'm so excited. I haven't, yeah, see, I like, haven't <laughs> seen it yet. I It was definitely one of those things that when I, when I saw they were doing it, I, and I'm sure so many other people were like, Oh, good. Oh, like, yeah. I'm so glad they're, they're de- like that, those voices and that show, like Sons of Anarchy was not something that I necessarily would have, like so many things where we sort of love antiheroes mm-hmm. or, you know, it's not necessarily something that if you had just said to me like, well, like here's five words, you know, right. here's a basic picture. I would have been like, wow, that's like a far cry from what I know. And, you know, am, am I going to get into this? And then you watch it and you're like, oh, this is like Shakespeare. You know, Fully. this is... This is great. It has it has the sort of heightened. It's got the heightened stakes. Yeah. But it had like that whole high meets low, for lack of a better word. Yeah. yeah. But that I think th- some of those stories are the ones that hit us most, even though on face value they seem like they're the furthest away from our reality. And something about that strips it away, right? It's yes. like it's like oh, actually, I don't have to feel uncomfortable about right. the stuff I'm going to be in denial about because right. it looks just like me. Right. I'm not looking at a reflection. Right. It's it's put away all the the trivialities that I would you know use as an excuse, and now I'm just looking at raw humanity, and mm. I'm like, oh shit, I can totally relate to that. Mm. I think there's something really powerful about that, and that's why people yeah. are so drawn to those stories, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I think network television is pretty passe when it comes to that, you know, um, and that's the joy of being over at FX too with with that because you can really. I mean, all those shows are over there are a little tapped. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, they have they are really good about like we when they bring someone on who's like a showrunner, you know, when they bring on a creator and they bring on a cast, it's like, 
we we signed up for you and your voice. Oh, we yeah. didn't sign up to change your voice yeah. and turn it into six people in a studio who are wonderful people but worried about their jobs. I love we it. We are letting you be like, please make the and thing you that you want to make. And you feel and you that feel on it. set. You don't feel, uh, you feel that everyone has kind of gotten out of the way. And we're going to, you know, we're going to fly or fail on our own. Yeah. Um, but that is the belief of FX. And I think that's, that's kind of cool, you know. I like, agree more. I mean, and, and that fearless, you know, they're yeah. fearless. To, I'm like, yes. Yeah. I that's am a, on that the That right. was some smart yeah, marketing. You know, I was like, I mean, yeah, I can't argue with that. And even as an actor, being on that network, you know, when I see that roll up on it the bus, It empowers you. Like, damn right, we're yeah. fearless, you know. Yeah. And I'm so excited to do that, yeah. right? And, Absolutely. And it gives you freedom as an actor because you know that everybody wants you to kind of make that fearless choice, right? Yeah. And that is what... I believe that's kind of where you're in the good part of life, right? Is when you're fearless, right? Yeah. Like things, yeah, but you know, the fearless part. Um, but yeah, and the Mayans is also, it's got this whole Latino thing, mm-hmm. right? Which we're going to get into oh, yeah. culture. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's some of the, it's like, it's the same strokes of suns, but like different colors of paint and stuff. Absolutely. Like, and, and all that Absolutely. is going to kind of play out. And I think in 2018, when they're talking about walls and freaking uh, deportation and all the other crap that's out there right now, right. I think that as many people are going to watch it because they support it, there's also going to be those that watch it because they don't, because they hate it. Mm, right. And mm-hmm. then they're, they're going to bring out the haters too. Mm, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Stir that's the okay. Pot. That's that okay. Pot. Come yeah. on. You know, you need all of it in the pot. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, that's growth. Um, yeah. You don't just blindly have to like something, right? Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a sheep. Well, yeah, it's know? that whole thing. It's like, if you're if everyone likes what you're doing, you're probably doing something wrong. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to get into this mash game. I could talk to you all day. Let's I don't do want to keep you here forever. You're going to have to move it. in. Uh, okay, so for my first category for mash, I'm going to say three places in the world uh to camp so it's not just a vacation home this this first one this first category is more about like places whether you've been there or not you just have like a gut feeling or you have been there and you're like oh it's the best place in the world to like hear those critters scampering around in the darkness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh best place uh Let's see. And give me three, because you'll give, end up with one in this fictitious three. future. Um, you know, I hear some of the countryside in France is uh, incredibly yeah, beautiful. I can I can vouch for that. Uh, for sure. So I I think that would be one. Right. Um, you know, uh, I've been to Bali. Some of those oceans are so incredibly beautiful out there. And, Great. Uh, that'd be another one. And uh, you know, I'm sure somewhere in the Amazon would be quite a. Great. Kind of, kind of nice yeah. and crazy to wake up and see what's crawling through the freaking tent. <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> Once I put it in context of crawling around, you yeah, have to think of the Amazon. Exactly. Uh, wonderful. Okay. Let's do three skills, more less supernatural, but like actual usable human skills uh, that you could wake up. If you could, you would wake up with tomorrow and like it's just in your brain, like Matrix style. Like, oh, I just downloaded that that skill now i'm an expert at kung fu oh wow um or it could be like mastering something you're already good at sure 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 uh you know i used to have this dream about being able to break dance like but like like this is what this game is for like crazy break let me tell you this is exactly what i'm talking about like that matrix and you're just like yeah yeah like and it was like this dream and i don't know what it was it might have been like you know like break into electric boogaloo or something that made me want this right right (laughs) this thing but it was like it was a recurring um another one let's see um you know i think i would like to oh be able to kind of open my eyes in the ocean Mm. 
great one. And, uh, and have, have that kind of thing. And um, maybe, uh, let's see. I just need one more. One more. One more. Uh, I guess the fly, you know. Let's I, do it. I, I, really like I said you fly. couldn't do anything supernatural, but I got, I'm not going to. I don't think that's supernatural, right? It's, okay. Uh, all yeah, right. Come on. All now. right. We'll get there. <laughs> a little genetic a little genetic tampering We're around the corner. If you're falling, it's still flying, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going super traditional with okay. this. With this. Uh, usually, I don't go this traditional. But because you talked about that bug that you had, it made me want to ask. And because of my ends, now I feel like I want to ask this question. So three modes of transportation uh that you would like to be able to get around on if like you you know speed was no problem like you can just like whatever's like a dream to drive or or uh, or is it a bike is it like you know yeah um well hey at this or is it running you know uh you know at this time uh motorcycle would be great if you didn't have to deal with the la traffic yeah because God, this is fun. like a and it's like a safety bubble where it's yeah. not like you don't have to worry about an accident. Yeah, this exactly. Is, this is dreamland. So oh, no, 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 no. Motorcycle, got it. That would it. be amazing. Um, obviously, the um, the on Star Trek, right? Oh yeah, be, like beam the, me up, yeah, yeah, Scotty. Yeah. Um, Teleportation. Basically. Hell yeah, teleport. And which I guess it's not really that. It's something else where it like it's redistributes not, it's your a, matter. Yes. We. I'll remember what it was. Yes, and I guess the third. Um, I don't know. I'm not really uh, uh, I, let's say one of those little um, the birds. You know, oh yeah, the, you know those birds you see. For, Guys, I don't late. know how he I did mean, it. There's a he lot of dead birded birds. all the way to Austin from LA. <laughs> it was unreal. Hey, when you start seeing that shit on the side of the freeway, I mean, I saw yeah. one the other day. Like they show I, up in pretty weird places. I, I, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, I was like, why would? And <laughs> You're looking I, around, it's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see him in some weird places. Oh my god. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's do. Um, this is so funny. I just looked over at like this very artisanal, pretty arrow that someone gave me that's like hand painted and it made me want to, I think I'm sticking with this sort of camping idea, but let's do three. This is a, I've never done this before. This is a, this is a weird one. Cause again, it's like, you think you're going to like die of the plague. So let's assume it's safe, but like three times, you know, in history could be the future, but like, it's sort of a living off the land situation, right? It's like I'm you could I'm going to I'm going to slingshot you into some place and part of the past or future. I guess we don't know what the future holds, but um where it's not like camping, it's not uh but it's like you have a basically have like a cabin or you know what I mean? Like the, what are the environments you're like I got to I'm going to eat my own food. I'm going to, you know. Oh god, that would and be And it could uh... be from any era. It could be like, you know, yeah, fully. New uh, York in the 1600s or the 1400s or the 1000s or, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, you know, I, where I live now is very country. Um, I would love to farm and have some pigs and have my own grapes and, you know, do the Great. wine. And, you know, um, uh, as far as living off the land, I've always kind of. I got a little Native American blood in me, and I've always been very fascinated with, uh, and it's something I use, you know, when I talk to my boys about getting another job, and I'm like, hey, I got a buffalo, you know, um, and I'd love to kind of, I've always fantasized about living in a, you know, with all the teepees, and, mm -hmm. you know, everybody in the village, and, yeah. you know. I love um, it. Yeah. And, uh, 
I guess, you know, I mean, to throw it in there too, maybe just because the way I was raised, but that Wild West, you know, just yeah. like that Cowboys. And, you know, I mean, it was like, I don't know. That was uh, that always kind of fascinating me. And, you know, my nanny used to watch a lot of the, the Westerns. and Yeah, we were talking about like Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, 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 yeah like, exactly. You know, that frontier life is, it's, it's, it really uh, still holds us. It, like, it does. It holds on to us. It does. Yeah. There's an innocence there. There's a, there's a hope, mm-hmm. you know, and there's, um, I, I, I like to work when it comes to that kind of stuff, like I'm always kind of getting a new project. Oh, I think I can fix this. And right, right. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like, and that's gotta yeah. be some of the caveman in me, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, like I'm not afraid to get dirty, get my hands yeah. in there. And, and to know that you can rely on yourself for yeah. sustainability, I think is a hugely satisfying feeling. I wish no. I had that more. Like I can barely send an attachment on my yeah. iPhone, right? But <laughs> At I the can, end of the day, is that gonna know. be what's important? No, I wanna do like naked and afraid. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that's where I'm at. I wanna yeah. live off the yes. land like that, yes. naked and afraid rub two steaks love it and uh you know yeah that's where i'm at (laughs) okay uh okay next question i gotta throw this in every time uh because it's my own personal fantasy life but uh three foods that um are either so like they're bad for nature to eat or you have an allergy or they're too fattening or it's something you had once in this one place and you've never been able to like recreate that taste since Mm. so three foods that you can have at the snap of your fingers it can be as specific or as vague as you want. It could be pizza. Could be you know, sure. my mom's cake that she used to make. Whatever. Okay. Three. Um, three at the snap of a finger. There was. Um, my mom used to make this mud pie thingy that I have never been able to make it again. I've tried it because I'm like a chef now. I love to cook. Nice. That doesn't um, surprise me. And but I couldn't. I can't quite. But I know there was walnuts in it and whipped cream <laughs> and like a chocolate pudding. But I don't know about the layers. I think yeah. I'm doing it wrong. I'm. I'm gotten kind of close but yes so that's, okay there's we're that. gonna perfect that perhaps. there was a um there was a a crab dish mm. that i had in bali um on my honeymoon and uh oh my god it was just I'm, my mouth is watering right now yeah um so, love and you know there was a place that my dad used to have to we used to have to uh because in Palm Springs, there was no black barbers, right? So we would have to like drive up like uh, just a little bit outside of mm, LA yeah. to um, to go get his haircut. And he would go up there like once a month because he had to keep it tight. And uh, we went to Bobby Ray's Barbecue. And there were the ribs there. Mm-hmm. That is one of my go-to oh, very nice. smoking things that I do on the grill. And I fell in love with nice. ribs because my dad used to have to go get haircuts in the yeah. black neighborhood. Right? That was the upside. That's the upside. That's the upside of no black barbers and Palm Springs, everybody. <laughs> exactly. You heard it here. You heard it here. Okay, listen. You just brought up your honeymoon. I, I already know how, what an immense closeness and, and wonderful relationship you have and the respect you have for your wife. So I feel a little weird doing this. This is a mash game. So it is like three alternate universes. First, like girlfriend, sexy time, whatever. <laughs> you can tap into, you know, Raquel Welsh circa blah blah blah, okay. so that it feels like more removed. Okay. Um, for who's on my list purposes. Sure. Um, but three three ladies that it would be fun to have some uh, some adventures with in this alternate universe. <laughs> oh, in this alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh wow. Let's see. It would have to be. Um. I'm going to say like 1983, I was probably about 11, 
a Sports Illustrated swimsuit <laughs> issue. Love it. It would be uh, Carol Alt. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember yes. Carol Alt. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dark hair and blue eyes. Oh, I'm God. a sucker. Yes, Male yes. or female, basically. Yes, yes. I'm and, a sucker. Oh, no wonder. I married my wife. She has dark hair there and blue eyes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's ding, where it goes ding, 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 ding yeah. as, we, as we're talking uh, about three amazing. in the alternate universe. Yeah. Um, I like Carol Alt because it it's even in her name. Carol Alt or Net Universe. <laughs> hey, that works. Um, let's see if we can come up with another one. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, oh, wow. Um, I, I've never, this question has never been asked. I know. It's, I, I really just throw um, a lot of surprises in there. No, that's okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> throw, uh, help me out here. First of all, I can throw your wife on here. Oh, oh, you can throw. Why not? Oh, in this universe I'm and the alternate. I'm just going to put her down. Yeah, oh, I'm just okay. going to put her down. Okay. Because that takes care of one that yes. I know you'd be perfectly happy with. Yes. Very, okay. very delighted with. Okay. And then the final one. Um, the final one, let's go with. Oh, wow. Um. I love that you knew exactly Carol Alt, but there wasn't anyone else in that time <laughs> well, frame that you were I mean, like. I mean, also Al McPherson, like you know what I mean. Uh, oh well, no, like, I mean Al was in there yeah, too, but it yeah. was something about the Carol Alt. It yeah, was a yeah. thing in the water and the yeah. thing. I don't know. It could have been the suit. You know, yeah. I was eleven. <laughs> right? I was eleven. You know what I mean? There was. I hadn't seen much yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, you know, it's not like nowadays. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, why don't you go ahead and throw Rihanna on there? Also. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's an alternate universe. Great. Okay, uh, next one is three musicians, living or dead, bands, composers, singer-songwriter, rapper, whatever, uh, that it would be amazing to do a collaboration with. Oh, wow. Bob, Marley. Um, it'd probably be great to sit down with... Uh, you know, like the OG Black Crows was great. so much fun. Great, great, great. And uh, maybe like a Paul Butterfield. Great. Yeah. What if you're like, and I mean, I gotta say Liberace. <laughs> It'd be like, you, you know, Liberace. That's a real. You know, and uh, that would be, uh, yeah. Um, that yeah. would be. I, I don't know if I'd be able to keep a straight you're face. Like, oh, I, oh, I really? Guess, um, yeah. He was How in Palm Springs. Like, he was in Palm Springs. Like, I know. Uh, he was in the desert. It's like, I gotta stay open to this. Yes. I gotta stay open for this. Yeah. It might have been like he sounds like he was an amazing showman. You, you never know what he's gonna you say. Never ever know. <laughs> Um, okay, and then last category. Now, see, this is where I stress myself out during the last category. Let's do three. <sighs> Let's do three movies that you can jump into and just be in that world. You're not reliving the plot. You're not a character in it. It's just something about three films that just, like, they give you something. 100%. Um, you know, Braveheart. Was was pretty cool. That was kind of mind blowing. Oh yeah. Um, uh, you know, The Godfather when they were in Italy, uh, the first one there when they were trying to figure it all out. Yeah. That was a cool time. Um, 
And uh, what was that great one? Uh, uh, one with Daniel Day. Oh. Um, where they were, uh, uh, I mean, he's been in a lot of. No, it was the one here in New York when they were. Uh, they just got to New York and they were just tearing. like Gangs of New York. Yeah, gangs of New yeah. York. That was a cool. Yeah. I mean, that's just like you know. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely one where you're like, oh shit, it was like that. Yeah, God, I'm that sure that. My mind. You know, the smells, the leather, yeah. and, the, and the whiskey, yeah. and just the proper, just you know, people just. Oh, that was just. So I don't crazy. know. That, I still. I, I said this before, but like, I cannot wrap my head around how fancy people had to dress for how squalid the circumstances. I like, mean, if I had to dress like a woman dressed back then with yes. like my multi layers of petticoats yes. and stuff, and then I was just tromping through shit. Yeah, just yeah. all kinds. Who anyone shit? You were name just going it. down human to go dog, get bread. Yeah, and, human but, dog horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's all there. No, just an open sewer running down the middle of the street. Like it had to be crazy. Bananas. It had to be crazy. I did a movie once that was supposed to be 1890s, and they had uh, built these studios out in North Carolina and connected all these studios. So there were horses and pigs and chickens and goats. You know, goats and cows walking on our set and we were walking with these animals yeah yeah and so we're there yeah right? we're in that That's time nice when it really and transforms it, it was so space. cool but yes walking in shit yeah. and in the mm. in the clothes though I mean, we're dressed yeah. to the nines you know and you just so just got to get there and you know and that's why there was guys shining boots yeah right because it was a real you job really needed right? it. like it was a really yeah. it was a real job before yes. you went in and you know these like all these things that were created because it was a, it was a necessity, Out of necessity. Yeah. absolutely I mean, it's so fascinating it's so fascinating right? i love it i love it i love it okay uh t- okay so Pick a number. I usually do this like as a hash mark. You know what? I'm just going to do a little hash mark. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do it quick. Um, you just tell me when to stop. Just very quickly. Just okay. tell me when to stop. Starting now. Stop. Okay. I'm going to pause this. Do some very quick non-math. Okay. And come back with your 100% guaranteed MASH future. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Where do I start? First of all, I I guess I didn't really... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really attach the mansion apartment shack house thing to anything um, yeah, because I gave you like places to camp. I gave you, you know, where would you like to live off the land? So I'm going to get really creative and say that you have an apartment in Braveheart. <laughs> Just go ahead and go up to your fifth, you know, five story walk up in Braveheart. It's all stone. Uh, it's all stone. It's, it's amazing. Stone. Beautiful view. That's right. It's a beautiful view of the cliffs of Scotland. <laughs> it's an apartment. Okay, moving on. You also have the opportunity to do some very, very adventurous camping in the Amazon. Lovely. When you come back home, you can either go to where you are right now or we, you can expand it out a little bit because you also ended up like a full kind of farm slash ranch near you know right in the area that you are now Mm -hmm. um so just a little bit more of that flavor uh you can yeah you oh so and when you're you're still near the ocean right so uh when you are anywhere near the ocean you have the ability to sort of be down in the ocean as an ocean creature you can see maybe you can even breathe i love it um so you can engage with it in a way that doesn't feel like such an outsider, which is how I typically feel when I'm in the ocean. I'm like, sorry, everybody. I don't want to bump Please. into any fish. I'm terrified. I don't belong here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you get around uh, via a very safe and traffic-free uh, world with your motorcycle. Awesome. You can chow down on some delicious and perfected mom's mud pie. <laughs> 
and uh, you have done some. Now, I like this combo right here. I could see this even working as like, you know, a three person uh, collaboration because not only have you worked with Bob Marley, but you also have a little uh, romance going with Rihanna. <laughs> and so, if nothing else, if nothing else, if we it, can if get. If you just decide to be friends and make music together, that's it. You got some really sweet opportunities here. Party on. Uh, but that is the end of the podcast, my new friend. What a pleasure. Absolutely. Um, please tell people uh, where they can find Mayans. Um, Barry, obviously, is going to be doing a second season. You can yes. watch the first season on HBO. Yes. Uh, Mayans is going to premiere September 4th right. uh, on FX at 10 o'clock. Awesome. Um, we're doing 10 episodes this first season. Great. And I can't hopefully wait. Uh, 80 more. <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah. I'm very excited. I think it's going to do very well. So I'm, I'm psyched. Uh, that just leaves us with one final thing, which is if you, and I know this is a surprise... <laughs> What's happening? Uh, are you familiar with the Don Henley song Boys of Summer even as much as just being able to like just sing a little like a couple little stanzas um, or like if you know the melody you can like hum it I don't or you e- can spoken word it I, I don't even know the melody um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, let's see um, I don't know the melody so that's probably yeah, yeah. I, I, I would probably butcher it but I, I know I've heard the song right I mean um, there's radios and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are, there and, are, and, and they tend to play it every year around the yeah. same time. Uh, but I do, I, uh, I, I see some lyrics here. Um, but I can see you, your brown skin shining in the sun. You got your hair combed back, your sunglasses on, baby. And I can tell you, my love, for you will be strong after the boys of summer have gone. Oh, we've never had a spoken word. I'm delighted. I'm absolutely delighted. Oh, that gave it like a significance that it doesn't usually have when you're just singing it. Oh, crazy. Uh, thank you so much. Are you absolutely. on social media? Would you like people to follow you uh, there? I am on social media, uh, kind of, as I've been told. Uh, yeah, I'm still trying to learn. Um, but yeah, I'm on uh, Michael Irby at Instagram and um, Twitter. and um, Yeah, I'm out there. All right, go find him. Go find him. Exactly. Uh, And I will talk to you guys next time on the podcast. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.